0: Have you ever wondered, going into the Adoration Chapel, the Divine Mercy Chapel, what it would be like if you could see into the invisible realm of reality? What would that world look like? It would be probably pretty amazing, wouldn't it? That first reading from the prophet Isaiah, just calls each one of us to use our imagination here tonight. tonight, And to really, he describes exactly what happens at this altar and what happens when we are adoring Christ in the Eucharist. Now keep in mind in the Old Testament, in the Hebrew Scriptures that no one was fit to see the divine and still live you couldn't be in the presence of God and still be alive so let's take a look at these verses somehow Isaiah was able to go behind that holy of holies to the tabernacle and what did he see he said and, and really what I want to do is draw parallels of that reading right there in Isaiah to what happens here at Holy Mass. There are some strong parallels. So the scene takes place and he sees the Lord seated on a throne, high and lifted up with the train of his garment filling the temple. And then he sees Seraphim stationed above. Each had six wings. With two they veiled their faces. With two they hovered aloft. That's what happens here in Mass. There are so many angels filling this place. You you couldn't fit all the angels into this church. Adoring Christ. That's what happens at Holy Mass. Did you did you know that you know, these angels are just so huge? And that's, that's why that, you know, right before Father does the consecration of the host, He reads that preface in the Holy Mass. And He exhorts us with these words, And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heavens we sing the hymn of glory as without end we acclaim holy, 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 sanctus, sanctus, sanctus. We are joining with all the heavenly galaxy of angels. And so we should be alive when we sing those that hymn of glory. And that's what they I was happening with Isaiah, we heard in that first reading, holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts. I use, Isaiah used those exact same words. And, that's, and at that sound, something big really happened, something huge. The frame of the door shook. The house was filled with smoke. And at that moment, Smoke means that God manifested Himself. God manifested Himself. That's why the angels were there. And what happens at Mass? When Father pronounces those words of consecration down on the host, something huge happens here at Mass. That ordinary bread and that ordinary wine Is changed into the body, blood, soul, and the divinity of our Lord. It's the greatest miracle that we are a part of. We get to be a part of each week. You you may not feel the earth shake when that happens, but it is huge. And then when Isaiah sees this. He exclaims in total humility, Woe is me, I am doomed. And can you imagine Isaiah seeing this? He probably in the in the awesome presence of Almighty God, he sees how flawed he is. And right after we sing that hymn, and God manifests himself at mass, we say, Lord, I am not worthy to receive you, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. And just like Isaiah, he said, I am a man of unclean lips, yet my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts, We do the same here at this Mass. And then what happens in Isaiah? You remember in that reading? One of the seraphim flies down. And with tongs, he picks up the burning ember. And he flies over to Isaiah with the tongs, with the ember. And he touches Isaiah's lips. And Isaiah exclaims, see he said, now that this has touched your lips your wickedness is removed, your sin is purged and what happens at mass is just like this instead of an angel we have the extraordinary minister or the ordinary minister, Father Sill or myself and we pick up the ember from the altar which is the body, the blood, the soul, and the divinity of the Lord and the tongs of that minister come up to your mouth and the ember of the Lord is placed upon your lips. And at that moment, if we could hear Jesus at that moment, he would say those same words that were pronounced to Isaiah. See, now that this has touched your lips, your tongue, your wickedness is removed. Your sin is purged. And at that moment, we all should be very filled with wonder and awe of what has just taken place. And we should be changed at what we have just consumed. And the Lord will ask us, just like he asked Isaiah, whom shall I send? Whom will go for me? And at Mass, that same question is asked of each one of us after we receive our Holy Communion. Who will go? And as the deacon dismisses the mass, we will answer just like Isaiah. Here I am, Lord. Send me. You know, this same invitation is made to each one of us in the Divine Mercy Chapel downstairs. Some of you might not have even taken the minute to visit it. In a few days, we'll begin Ash Wednesday Lent. And the invitation is there for you. If you will take that few minutes, the Lord will do the same as He did for Isaiah, the same as He did in our Gospel reading today with Peter and for Paul in our second reading. And He will empower us to do things that are beyond what we feel we are even able to do and certainly worthy to do. When I was in formation uh, to become a deacon, you know, you would, the closer it would get to ordination, you would kind of feel, wow, I feel very unworthy to be able to do this, because I'm an ordinary sinful man. And our formation director would remind us very often, you're not worthy. (laughs) But none of us are worthy. We're not worthy. But God still uses ordinary people to do extraordinary things. He doesn't call the qualified. Qualifies called. He will qualify you. The heavenly realm of reality is going on right now all around us. We cannot see it. And Father Sill is not inviting you or Father Ryan or any of the ministers that are helping with the Divine Mercy sign up, calling you to use and then invite you to come and adore Christ. Jesus is inviting you. Jesus is inviting each one of you to spend one hour with Him. Just come, just for a few minutes, if you don't have an hour, and take a few minutes to be before our Lord. If you are in prayer and you contemplate and you are in the midst of the beauty and the wonder of God he will change you that will affect your soul it has a profound effect you become that beauty himself you become that which we partake of At this altar. That's the call to holiness. He will penetrate your soul. And your life. More deeply than you can imagine. His truth. Will penetrate your soul. And your identity will be changed. And marked. By the identity. Of Christ our Savior. That beauty. Will change you. Amen.